I'm walking down into the locker room yesterday. The dishwasher sitting, no shirt on, pants up to his ankles, underwear on the chair, on, thank God, on his phone. Not, not, not like his, he didn't have forward motion. Like when I came in, he wasn't propelling his pants upward his leg while th- having the phone on his leg. No, he was sitting there in his fucking underwear on the phone. Like I was like, what the fuck is going on right now? <sighs> Sometimes, like, if you catch glimpses of my life, like, if you just see life through my eyes, and not just, like, through my eyes, just just in general, like, I have a camera on me, right? You could, like, definitely take at least 10 snapshots a day and play the game restaurant or insane asylum. And people would get insane asylum every because it just people, oh, people just look crazy. I, there was this one fad about how you tie your aprons one time. So you could tie your aprons like a regular person, which is around the waist, or you could tie them like a douche which is like this weird X pattern on the back so it doesn't like interfere with your shirt. But then it looks like you're wearing a fucking hospital gown. You know what I mean? And especially with these guys, with these kids, half their pants are sagging off anyway. You just be like, might as well just call an insane asylum or running around here with the fucking aprons like that. Oh. Sometimes I'm, I like to be a little bit of a prankster. And it's not like cheap bullshit pranks that are just there to trap you. No, they're, they're pranks that are alluding to your sense of selfishness, arrogance, and pride. You know what I mean? So for instance, there's this homeless guy that's outside of um, the job sometimes by the back door, not the front door, obviously. Same homeless guy, you could tell because his feet look like something out of the Jurassic Park movies. He's got like claws. I don't know, it's really bad. Like, I feel terrible for him, but he seems to not mind, so it's okay. Never spoke to me because, you know, I know better to make eye contact with someone like that. The other day I walked out, he was laying there on the floor, um, just staring at the lighter. He had, he had a lighter in his hand, and he was staring at it like it was the awe of all existence, you know? <laughs> And then Bobby told me later, five minutes later, he was like passed out. So I guess it was right after, whatever. So finally today, I opened the door and there he was like waiting to make eye contact with me already. Like he ambushed the eye contact. So I was like, hey, and I broke eye contact as soon as I did. Sure enough, he goes, hey, um, excuse me, sir. Do you think you could help me out? And I look at him and said, no, I'm sorry, man. You know, I, I, I can't. And he goes, I was actually just gonna ask you for, uh, for a cigarette. And I thought there, I was like, of course. So, you know, I went into my pack and I handed him a cigarette. But next time, what I'm going to do is I'm going to have a cigarette, but I'm going to lace it with DMT. And now it's not like fentanyl. You kill somebody with that. By the way, that's what's happening with all the heroin addicts that they're dying because they're shooting up with fentanyl, which is a drug that is much, much more potent than heroin. So they, they overdose, essentially. This is not like that. DMT is actually in your and every other mammal on this planet's body. It's constantly being produced by your organism, you know? Sometimes just like adrenaline gives you bursts of DMT, okay? But just like adrenaline is responsible for energy, DMT is responsible for a little bit more like like psychedelic dreaming, for instance. Let's just put it that way. Like when you die, you feel like that euphoria. They say that it's like when your body releases a huge amount of this DMT, right? So what happens when you ingest it, um, your body breaks it down. So you have to take something else called MOAI. 
it's a mono something or other inhibitor combined with that the DMT you could do ingest oral ingestion which means eating it and this is ayahuasca what I just described but the when you smoke it like if I were to take some of it just powder form and put in a cigarette yeah I would smoke a cigarette about halfway through he would just kind of start seeing the edges of everything sharpen the colors brighten you know what I mean but if you were to keep going maybe he thought nothing of it maybe it wouldn't even affect him you break through to this other place obviously you don't go anywhere but your mind does <laughs> and um, everyone reports the same thing there are these like Terence McKenna named machine elves but that's, n- that's n- neither here nor there so I'll give this guy and I'm gonna that's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna booby, booby trap him right with DMT psilocybin which is the magic mushrooms and dmt and even ketamine which is special k all these drugs that were like illegal are now being used as form of therapy so microdosing on psilocybin which is taking a very very small dosage of magic mushrooms every day in a capsule and about after a month you start to become more vibrant you become clear in your tasks you become like more detail-oriented It's crazy. It like tunes you to, you know, be better. And ketamine is for PTSD, like, you know, it soothes your mind, whatever the fuck it is. So it's used to also battle addiction. So if you take like psilocybin, magic mushrooms, and you're addicted to like crack or heroin, it very helps with the withdrawal symptoms and we're just forgetting about it altogether. So who knows? Like maybe this guy's gonna smoke the DMT cigarette and just become the next Einstein. He fucking invents time travel right there and then. It's possible. You tell me it's not possible. You can't. I can't make this shit up. Okay. You can't make shit up like this. This is why Mark Twain. I'll say it forever. Reality is always stranger than fiction because fiction has to, you know, operate within the realm of possibility. Reality just goes nuts. We, we had. I took a picture. I'm going to make the picture of this episode's title. It's about eight different tickets, order times, of somebody ordering the same exact thing on the menu to go. Right? New York strip, well done, lobster mac. Four New York strips, well done, lobster mac. Then they went to medium well. Then they went to burgers. But you can still tell tell it's the same person ordering under seven different names, all went through with a fraudulent credit card. And what tipped us off was because the first person called... And so that wasn't me, the place to order. So every other order after that, that seemed like it. These guys were like, tell them, battling these fucking front of the house guys. You have to make it. We have to honor every ticket. Like all of a sudden, they're fucking Wonder Woman now. Like you've listened to that lasso of truth. Put that shit away and let, let's think about this logically. He's like, but what if this is the one guy that really did order the New York Strip? Well done. With the Lobster Mac. Amongst these other eight different ones, go th- tell the guy at the front desk that we're going to arrest his ass if he doesn't leave. We just talked to the credit card companies. But the food, what will happen to the food? What the fuck do you think will happen to the food? The people that made it for you are going to get first dibs. You'd be lucky to catch a french fry, maybe a ketchup packet. Shut up. Okay, just listen to me when I'm t- talking to you. Like, just stop, stop battling this. They had meetings. They had like six different meetings about which ones were f- fake and which ones were real. I just said to the kitchen guys, I was like, don't make any of this shit. Don't make it to Gordon. Nope, nope, just don't make any of it. 
Then we had an order for NBC because we, you know, give them, them an order. That I said, yes, we could make. And then there was like an odd filet with two sides. But all those fucking, dude, it was like 18 tickets. If we made all that food, it would have been thousands of dollars of food. It's ridiculous. And we, the guy was at the front desk waiting for the food. He's like, uh, I don't care if they're bounced. Give me the food. <laughs> fucking dude, what? Yes, this, this is why I believe that, you know, lacing cigarettes with DMT might not be a bad idea. 